0: So, you have been doing hands-on science activities, and your kiddos are having a blast, and you know that these will become a part of your weekly routine. But how do you keep a record of the science they are learning behind these activities? Simple. You have them write it up. And in today's podcast, we're going to break down what this should look like through the ages. Welcome to Season 7 of the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we are exploring the how-tos of teaching science at home. So that you will have the building blocks you need for homeschool science. I'm Paige Hudson, your guide through this journey. Let's get going. Well, hello. I am so excited to be back for season seven of the tips for homeschool science show When I first started recording this podcast in our guest bathroom, I had no idea that we'd make it to season seven with over a hundred episodes of tips for teaching science at home. And that I'd still have more to say. In season seven, we're going to examine a bunch of how-tos. So how to record an experiment, how to tell the difference between a demonstration or an experiment, how to write a science fair abstract. A lot of different topics that are popular on our website already as blog posts, but that I would like to share with you in audio format, along with some new insights to help give you a deeper understanding and to give you more tools to help you teach science to your kiddos. After all, that's our whole goal with this podcast, to help you have the building blocks you need to teach science in your homeschool. So if there's a how-to question you have, you can email me through our website, elementalscience.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram, at Elemental Science. Either way, I'd love to connect with you and know that you're listening to this podcast. This episode's tips will be at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcasts slash 93, which is this episode's number. So that's elementalscience.com slash blog slash podcast 93. So how do you record an experiment with your kiddos? Well, there'll be several different ways because it really depends upon their age. We talked way back in, I think it was episode 12 and 13, about how writing in homeschool science should look like and about the importance of making sure that writing requirement is below your student's level so that they don't get bogged down in the actual act of writing, but that they enjoy the science that they're learning. So we wanna make sure that any request to record an experiment is easy for them that it's not so difficult that they get wrapped up in the actual act of having to write it and forget that they're learning about science and if you remember back in season two episodes i think it's 35 36 and 37 we talked about the three things that you need to have for homeschool science and one of those was hands-on The third one was writing it down because that helps our students uh, remember what they're learning. So we want to make sure that they are writing down uh, the experiments and the hands-on science activities that we do with them at least once a week. So when our students are first starting recording those scientific demonstrations that they did uh, during the preschool years, this is going to be super short and sweet. So remember, during the preschool years, uh, your students are completing scientific demonstrations. So that means that they are watching and playing with science. You are the driving force and they are observing. So the record of what they've learned is gonna be super short, super sweet. And during these years, it should only really contain two sections. And that's just gonna be a simple picture of what they did or a drawing of what they saw from the demonstration and a simple narration that you will probably be writing. Um, And that's typically one sentence about what they saw or learned. So remember that we want to engage both sides of their brains. That's why we're having some kind of visual reference, and then we're also having a written reference. So at this stage, you know, during those preschool years, kindergarten, sometimes all the way up until second and third grade, you'll be doing all of the writing. But during those early years, the idea is to basically create a scrapbook of what they've learned in science that they can enjoy looking over in future years. So when you're looking at recording an experiment or a scientific demonstration, or hands-on science activity during these early years, or even your nature studies, these are gonna be very simple, just a picture and one sentence about what they did. So that's what it's gonna look like in the beginning. As they get older, And their writing abilities increase and their knowledge increases uh, during those elementary years. They will be recording their scientific demonstrations, but there'll be a little bit more to it. So there's still observers in this process. And the record of what they learned will be much more simplistic than a formal experiment report. This will be more of like a demonstration report or a basic lab report that's going to introduce the students to the scientific method. Uh, We want to have a simplistic record of what you're doing, but we're also going to add in this component of the scientific method. So you can begin to understand that there's purpose behind what we're doing with these hands-on activities. So their records during the elementary years of the hands-on aspect of science should include four sections. And the first is gonna be our tools. So this section is gonna list the materials they used during the demonstration. The second will be our method, and this will contain the procedure for the demonstration in the student's own words. So you definitely don't want them at this point writing down word for word what they did in the experiment. Just one or two sentences of what they remembered you did in the demonstration. And then third, you're gonna have our outcome, which will contain uh, what they saw, a record of any data they collected. Again, this is gonna be at a very basic, simplistic level. And the final section, our insight, will contain a sentence or more detailing what the students have learned. Ideally, this will relate back to the science they studied. But again, it's okay at this level for the sentence to be more superficial, because we want them to take ownership in this process. So we want them to record what they found important, what they learned, what they saw. We can worry about making sure they got all the scientific facts as they progress through their educational journey. But right now, we just really want to get them excited about science. So it's okay to have a more superficial insight to what they've done or seen in the demonstration. So in the beginning of this process, because again, we're going to start this in the elementary years, maybe first, second grade, you're going to be recording those responses. As they grow in their writing abilities, around third or fourth grade, you can start to transition them to having them fill out more and more of the sheet on their own. And once they reach those middle school years and beyond, they're going to be moving from watching you do demonstrations to actually doing experiments themselves. So now hands-on science is taking a shift of where they're watching and learning and observing to more of the actual doing, where you are mentoring them. And we'll talk more about the difference between demonstrations and experiments in a later podcast in this season. But at this point, your middle school students have shifted from being that observer into performing their experiments. And so their record of their experiment at this stage is going to really help them grasp the steps that they're taking in the scientific method. So these are going to get a little more detailed, and they're going to include uh, six different sections. So... The students don't necessarily have to come up with each of these sections. Some of them can be a part of the program or the curriculum that you're already using. uh, But you want to see this as part of their experiment sheet or their experiment report. And the first will be a title. So the experiment should have some kind of title that is a question that the students were attempting to answer or something that can explain what they're observing. Uh, The second section should have a hypothesis. In this section, they're going to be sharing their prediction of the answer to the question posed in the lab. So remember now at this point, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, our students have a lot of scientific knowledge base, and they are now able to predict what they will see. If the lab is just a simple observation, they can share what they think they'll see or skip this section, the hypothesis section of the report. So the third section they should have is materials. Again, this materials section should be a list of what the students used to complete the lab. The fourth section is the procedure. In the procedure section, they need to write a step-by-step account of what was done during the experiment. So this is gonna be much more detailed than they shared in previous demonstration reports. So ideally, what we're looking for in the end is a summary in their own words so that someone reading it would understand what occurred and possibly be able to repeat it. So I say that is the ideal, and that's something we're working towards, which means it's going to take time to get there. So don't expect your fifth or sixth grader to be writing a complete summary of what they did in the experiment. In the beginning, it's going to be short. They're probably going to miss a few steps along the way, and that's okay we can just verbally go through hey you remember you did this you did this also as well we don't need to add that right away but actually discussing it what it could look like and then expecting it you know seventh eighth ninth grade they will be able to actually write a full summary so that someone reading it could uh, know what happened and actually go back and do the experiment themselves obviously we don't want them to plagiarize the instructions it needs to be in their own word but this is a process we'll get them to that point Uh, as we go through and then the fifth section uh, contains all their observations and results so this section should have what the students saw during the experiment what they observed and it should also include any data that they have collected and I really like to hammer home during these middle school years that they make sure any data they include has units because numbers mean nothing without units in science so we need to make sure that they're including those units on these experiment reports And then finally, they'll have a conclusion. And in this last section, they'll write whether or not their hypothesis was correct. So was my answer the right answer? So in this section, the students will write whether or not their hypothesis was correct. And they'll also include any additional information they learned from the lab. If their hypothesis was not correct, you need to discuss why and have them include a little bit of that in their experiment report. Again, this will be a process over a couple of years where our conclusions will get longer and more detailed uh, during the years. So in the middle school years, you will need to discuss the process with the students before they write. So this will help you to verify that they understand the science behind the experiment. And it also help them to formulate their thoughts before they have to write them down. So discussion is really key during these middle school years that you are having talks about what you're seeing and making sure that they're grasping what they're supposed to grasp and that they are given the opportunity to really start to make those connections, to start organizing those files of information in their brains. So as they get on into high school, again, the reports will be more detailed. In the high school years, you can have them add a little bit of their research. Uh, If they've done research before they did an experiment, things they've learned and of course, we'll be expecting more detail in their things like their procedure and their conclusion. And you can have analysis of the data added into their experiment report as well. And I'll also add the caveat that a student who plans on going further in science will have much more detailed experiment reports during the high school years than a student who's not planning on going further or pursuing a career in the sciences. So to help you get started, uh, we actually have a post with free templates for each of these reports, and I will put a link to that in the show notes. Again, that's elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcasts slash 93, which is this episode's number. So I trust that you found it useful and now have the building blocks you need to be able to record experiments as you go through teaching science at home. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week playing with science. I am truly honored that you have chosen to allow me into your earbuds with the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, and I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about our company, Elemental Science. It all started with me writing a science program for our own daughter and my husband asking, if you're writing this for yourself, don't you think somebody else needs it? And that has developed into three lines of award-winning science programs that can help you teach the principles of science to your students at home. All of our programs are based on the three keys. So you'll be doing science, you'll be reading about science, and you'll be writing down what you've learned in a meaningful way. Come see how we make teaching science at home easy at elementalscience.com.